0: Hello all and welcome back to the Hey Big Hair Podcast. I'm currently at home. I'm chilling. I'm getting a few things done. But as you know, I am your host. And listen, today we got to get into it. Now, anytime that I have a breakthrough, I always want to reach out to my Hey Big Heads. um, So we can kind of have this discussion where I tell you guys and of course I'm always looking for contributors so you know if y'all feeling like you know y'all want to y'all want to jump on with me one day you know not not don't don't do that um but if y'all do want to jump on with me one day just send me some information or whatever and I'll do the best that I can to coordinate with you but um let's get into it okay so I feel like I've discovered or I would say no to something. I, I wouldn't say that I discovered it because it's something that already exists. So I just, I was thinking to myself one day. And it's it's due to recent events. It's also due to another event that I previously um, referenced, right? And that event was the podcast titled The Selly Tragedy. Where a young man, he was maybe 23, 24 years old, named Christian Selly was brutally murdered and stabbed to death by his girlfriend who just happened to be white now um i won't say that like it's some sort of coincidence especially given the attitude and the certain comments that this young man made toward black women slash black girls i'll say black girls because supposedly he made these disparaging and offensive comments about black people or black women as he was younger. So I'm going to say he made the comments about black girls and not just put it all on black women because at this point in his um life, it is fair to assume or to say that he maybe didn't experience black women. So with that said, I did an entire pot on it, um, and basically, black women stayed the fuck out of it. You know, we just minded the business that paid us, and we were like, we're gonna leave that alone. We're gonna leave that over there. And that was that. Now, a lot of people were upset that black women were not outraged, and the reason that they wanted black women to be outraged is because this. Girl or young lady Instagram model um which is okay um this young woman stabbed him and she was at a bar in the same week just sitting at a bar having drinks like nothing happened and um you know people were upset that she was able to do something like that and get away with it and again black women said we gonna stay out of it. So some people were a little childish. Some people were a little petty. You know, we have those people in any situation. You can have a person petting a puppy online or doing one of the most innocent things in the world. And you are still going to have people who don't have something nice to say. Can we stop acting like the Internet is not what it is? We know what it is. We know that there's going to be trolls no matter what the story is. So I do not apply those troll level situations to a population of people whether good or bad whether it applies to me or not I don't do that so it may be a stretch it may be a huge ask to expect that from other people but here we are now the reason I'm bringing up this previous pod and the reason I'm thinking of this now is because of the whole Jonathan Majors situation So if you don't know who Jonathan Majors is, um, I first noticed Jonathan Majors on a show called Lovecraft Country, where he acted alongside of um, Jornay Smollett. And, um, you know, I didn't watch it, but I definitely saw, you know, some trailers for it. And I may have to catch up and, you know, get into it. But I heard it was canceled very prematurely. So I don't want to get too invested in something that, you know, I'm not going to be able to see you know thrive and pick up more seasons so since i already know that it was canceled that kind of takes away the momentum to watch it but don't let me digress the jonathan major situation where he was accused by his um girlfriend of domestic abuse now you know it's it's a little shady it's a little shaky because you know one minute she's accusing him right next minute she's like oh you know i'm sorry i'm gonna get it straightened out i'm gonna tell them that you know this that and the third didn't happen i didn't say that you did any of these things um i was i was trying to stop them from trying to put this story out so she was just trying to clean it up as best as she could and a lot of people were saying hey it's giving you know fixed It's giving you know maybe she was abused but since she doesn't want to ruin his reputation and possibly his career she's kind of you know backsliding on that or you know backpedaling on those accusations or you know is giving stage maybe he's taking these screenshots and sending them over to his attorneys so that it can help clean up these allegations i don't know what the truth is i'm not siding with anyone in this scenario i'm merely bringing this up because we are on the topic of conversation that I have been able to finally correlate one glaring similarity between black women and black men being or feeling unprotected, you know, by members of their communities. Now I came to this realization because, in a lot of instances on all of the men versus women and, you know, all of these divisive podcasts, we always hear that they say, Oh, you know, black women they always go for the bad guys, they always go for the thugs, and then they want to come back over to the good guys when thugs and the and the bad boys do them wrong. You know, um people will always want to argue that point. And for me, I just feel like that's one hell of a that's one hell of an extreme, right? You just go from good guys to thugs like is there nothing in between that nothing at all in between that so the athlete he falls under the category of thug or is he a good guy because you know just because they don't work out doesn't mean he was necessarily a thug you know the guy that's spoiled by his parents you know and well-dressed is he a thug or is he just not the right one for her so I take issue with this for um, a number of reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is is because I feel like at this point in time, we're dealing with a lot of emotionally scarred and sad young men or little boys that are now grown men, but they haven't necessarily let go of that feeling of rejection. So they're still um, trying to, you know, get their get back because the girls that they wanted back in the day didn't want them and instead of coming to terms with what the reality of the situations was um you could have very well just been corny my guy I mean I'm not saying that you were a bad person but you could have been corny right you could have been awkward you maybe you weren't the type that will would be able to walk up to a girl and ask her for a number maybe you weren't smooth enough maybe your clothes wasn't that nice Maybe you had bad skin or acne or, you know, she liked guys who were a little more outgoing, social, talented. I do not know. But there's a whole spectrum of people, a whole spectrum of qualities that fall between a good guy or just a nice guy and a thug. So I don't like the fact that because she didn't pick the square or the guy that was too timid to ask her out or ask for her number and when he did it was just so uncertain and it lacked so much confidence that she was just like "Eh." you know she didn't feel what she didn't feel like she was missing out on anything to turn him down I'm not saying she was right I'm not saying it was true that she wasn't missing out on anything but what I'm saying is we have to stop making it about Oh, they only picked the thugs. They only picked the drug dealers. They only picked the bad guys. And, you know, the ones who weren't picking them were the ones who were getting picked up by the grown men when we were in high school. We are dealing with an entire population of men who are hurt, sad, rejected little boys, and they have not let that go. And the reason I'm able to double down on that statement. Y'all seen it. Everybody, we all seen it. Michael B. Jordan at a Creed Three event literally checking a nobody for what he felt she said about him in high school. In high school. Now, you mean to tell me that we have a megastar that can have any woman on the face of the earth that he wants? Um currently an A-list actor not that he hasn't worked in five years and currently booked and busy you mean tell me that we in this in this world we live in we are supposed to think that someone so far removed from their past as Michael B. Jordan so successful handsome on the cover of magazines like the world's sexiest man and shit like that. You mean to tell me that that a man on that level can remember being called corny or whatever by someone in high school, but I'm supposed to believe that you average everyday joe's punching a time clock. You know what I'm saying? Working for a paycheck, living paycheck to paycheck. I'm not down in it. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not downing it. I'm making the comparison that if a megastar is still carrying around what somebody said about him in high school and being rejected and feeling a way to where he remembers someone who either said it or someone who was directly related to, close to, or friends with who said it. You can't convince me that average everyday men aren't carrying that mess around too. Average everyday men who may not have been the best dressed when they were younger, who may not have been the most outgoing when they were younger, who may not have been the best looking. Let's just call a spade a spade. We all have that ugly, awkward phase where we got our new adult teeth in and our head haven't caught up with the teeth. So our teeth are big, but our bodies are still small. Hey, listen, listen, we were all kids once. Can we please stop acting like the reason that a lot of these nice guys were overlooked is merely because they were nice guys. Now, when you have grown women saying shit like, "Oh, you know, he's he's just too nice." I I don't know, something something about something about that is off to me. He's just too nice. We can chalk it up to you being overlooked solely because you're nice. We we can we can be fair and write it off to that. But can we please stop acting like you know, we have people out here that's just overlooking every good guy because they're they're good guys and no other reason. Sometimes good guys, they don't know how to talk to you. And I mean, approach you. I mean, break the ice with a joke. I mean, get into your space. They They kind of try to manipulate their way in by calling themselves your friend, knowing that they don't want to be your friend. But that's the only way that they can comfortably approach you. Can we be honest and say that? Because it's a thing and I'm tired of that narrative. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up when it comes to black women and black men not being protected by their own community is because when black men are rejected as young boys or young men, you know, in their past, whether it be grade school, high school, even college, If black men are rejected by a black woman, she can choose another black man and he is going to feel like she deserves every ounce of hell she's, she will ever experience in her life. They feel like, well, she didn't want to pick a good guy like me. So to whatever, so what she should, you know, she should pay or she should get left with with the kids that she had with this man. Yeah, yeah, she should, whatever, she ain't pick me. So a lot of them feel that way. And that's why they feel that way about women they don't know. That's why they feel that way about women they've never met. Because these women fit a type. And that type is the type of girl that turned me down. That's why you have men who can literally celebrate a woman like Beyonce being cheated on by Jay-Z. And when I say so, I mean literally. And I'm able to say that because I see that. Now, people want to say women celebrated Kevin Samuels dying. I'm certain, again, some troll type of shit happened where women said some little bullshit. But they, again, were not on my page. Did I see something on the shade room? Absolutely. But if I say something on the shade room, I could just say, "Ooh, that dress looks nice. And I got a troll on my ass about... Something So come on, are, are we really doing that? So I'm saying this to say you got a population of black men who feel like I was a good black guy and these types of girls turned me down. So I'm going to sit back and enjoy watching them get shitted on. That's That's the demographic of men we are dealing with right now in real time. Now, the funny thing is, is black women also give up on black men and say, you know what, he deserves whatever hell he has coming. But guess when that happens? Not when I like you, but you might like the girl with the boobs. No, 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 no. Not when I like you or you might like the girl with the nicer clothes or the prettier hair or that gets to her makeup and I don't. No, not when I like you, but you like another black girl. Black women don't then say, oh, well, fuck him. You know, I I hope that, you know, he goes through this and yeah, he ain't picked me. He wanted to pick her. So yeah, whatever comes with that comes with it. They say that black women feel that way when black men start to date white women. Because that's not just telling her that she's not up to par. That's telling her that a black woman... Period is not up to par, and that's when Black women say we gonna sit this one out. We not saying nothing. We not standing up for them. We not we not getting involved in that. Let's let get somebody else to do it. So that is the correlation I have found that you have a lot of Black men who don't have anything to say about the other Black men who come in and who poison the community by having all these babies out of wedlock that come in and poison the community, knocking up all of these women and leaving single mother homes. But we want to keep complaining about kids being raised by single mothers as if they became single mothers on their own. We have men who are completely and utterly okay with all of these pretty women, all of these beautiful women being used and abused because she didn't pick me not because she didn't pick a black man period no no no. because she didn't pick she wouldn't have dated me that's what they get she would that type of girl wouldn't date a guy like me so yeah whatever she yeah whatever whatever she got coming whatever and that's how a lot of them feel now black women get to that point but they get to that point when they feel like they have been completely done away with and discarded when you want to go out and get with another woman from another race and then in the Selly case double down and start to insult and throw dirt on and say all types of offensive shit about black women so it's not enough that you have your preference okay cool whatever we're not going to act like that is telling I feel like it is but you know people want to act like that doesn't say anything about the person your preference definitely says a lot about you it does so not only did you have your preference, but again you came back and you doubled down. And I guess to make the the white woman feel more comfortable in her position with you, you have to come out and trash black women behind already not choosing them. See, you already you already got set free when you made the decision to go over onto that side. We weren't we weren't bothered by it. Okay, go bye. Cool, whatever. Bye. But then when you come and double down on it, mm, that's a totally different story. And that man was, when I say brutally murdered, and not a single solitary black woman gave a fuck. I mean, some some may have. The politically correct ones may have. The, oh, we can't allow this to happen, he's still in prison, he's still Black Lives Matter, may have. But it's like a needle in a fucking haystack. For the most part, they was like, oh, well, (laughs) Uh, y'all want something from the stove? That's exactly the attitude and the approach that many women had toward that situation. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's what it was. That's what it is. So, yeah, I felt like I should run that by you guys because I'm like, wait a second. Did I figure something out here? Did I? Did I break the fifth wall? Hold on now. What what do I know about wait a second? Because I really tried to think of like, what could a black man do for a black woman to be like, man, fuck him. He got he's getting whatever he's got coming to him. And that's the only thing. You know, aside from like pedophilia or something like that. But you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like as far as just what he can do as far as his personal behavior or personal choices, right? That is the only thing that would make black women feel like he deserve whatever happens to him. We not about to come and pick you up when you get knocked down. Now, you can overlook me for a prettier girl. And if you get knocked down, yeah, I'm going to come and help you up. Because now you're able to look a little further. You're able to look a little deeper. You're able to know that exterior beauty is important. But if they don't give a fuck about you and if they're not really good people on the inside which truly does count the older you get um then yeah no I I can I can help you up I'm not gonna be like oh that nigga wouldn't pick me anyway he won't he won't the girls look like this he won't no the only time that they say we gonna we gonna go ahead and sit this one out you know they on their own is when you just choose to outright rule them out completely and when I say rule them out completely I mean when you just decide that you will not date marry or commit to a black woman that's the only time black women say all right I'm straight on that person that's the only time you can do anything else and black women will forgive you they will welcome you they will still love you they'll still have a place in the community for you they'll still have a place in their home and their heart for you but when you cross over and you decide that white women are just better and they will treat you better and they're nicer and they're this and they're that and then you want to go and shower them with the same life that black women are begging you for. Literally begging you for it. But meanwhile, you deny them that and ask them what they bring to the table and why should you come in and provide anything for them? But then you'll step right outside of your community and effortless, effortlessly do it. Probably without even being asked. Just because you feel like that woman who who will not stand up for you <laughs> unless it has something to do with her, unless it directly affects her, she don't give a fuck about you. That person is automatically entitled to the things that a woman in your own community has to beg you for. And it took me a while to even come to this, but I, I really had to sit back and think like, damn, there's a lot of black men out here who really be feeling like black women deserve a lot of the pain and the heartache they get, why do they feel like that? And I'm like, oh. And I have male friends. I have male friends who tell me like, yeah, you know, you have a lot of women who just look over the good guys and they always want to go with the thug. They always want to go with the drug dealer. They always want to go with this and always want to go with that. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's a lot in between that though. It's a lot of men in between the straight up and down, straight laced cornball who probably don't like to go out anywhere, who probably don't like concerts and events and you know any of those things that women want to get dressed up for that women want to look pretty for they probably don't get into doing all of that and if you boring bro if, if you if you're not outgoing bro I'm just asking for those additional factors to be considered because it's 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 a lot in between those two types of people. It's a lot in between the dude that don't want to do nothing and the dude that like going out. The dude that likes to travel. The dude that likes to try new restaurants. The dude that likes to go out dancing or go to concerts or, again, go to events and give his woman the opportunity to wow him. Like, women need to do that. Women need to feel beautiful. Women need to get dolled up. They they want to be seen and admired outside of just cooking and cleaning and raising your kids if if you have kids so it's important to women that those factors exist now again some women just pick wrong some women do like drama i feel like all women like drama to a certain extent because in a lot of cases it shows that the man cares the drama is is a lot of emotion in a lot of cases so the man is upset if the man is you know a little irate if the man is stern if the man is getting a little strict if the man is getting a little possessive a lot of people see that as red flags but a lot of women see that as he loves me he cares for me he doesn't want me to leave he wants me to stay home with him you know what i'm saying so to some degree a lot of women like a certain level of drama but some women some women are toxic and men don't recognize that the women are toxic because the women are nice. But if the women are hell-bent on being in toxic situations, if they are determined to get with certain types of men who do not respect them, who do not provide for them, who do not take care of them in any way, whether financially or emotionally, and they just keep finding themselves wanting to be under those men, and those men are also serial cheaters and baby mama drama and and she keeps somehow keeps finding these types of men that's because that's the type of man she's looking for you're not about to convince me that you just gonna keep finding cheaters that you're gonna keep finding liars that you're gonna keep finding serial baby daddies You, you listen listen some women just like the bullshit and I had a conversation with my friend. I said, look, y'all, men don't want to trade places with us. Y'all think this shit is sweet. This shit ain't sweet. You don't understand. When a woman tells you no, you are free, bro. You free. You don't got to waste your time with this woman. You don't got to wonder if the shit she's saying to you is true or not. You don't got to wonder if she's using you. You don't. Gotta, when she tell you no, you are free to go. Women don't get told no. A lot of the times women don't get turned down. They don't get told no. They get used. They become a human toilet seat for a lot of these men. Used. He's not telling no woman no. He's handing off and dropping off dick, laying up in her bed, laying up in her face, taking whatever it is she can give him, and he don't even want her. Believe me, you don't want to trade places with us. You don't want to keep getting all of these false yeses and thinking that you found somebody who give a fuck about you and it's not true. Believe me, you want the no. So you can go out here and find the right yes. But what comes with the bullshit yeses for women is giving the motherfucker the best years of your life. Nine times out of ten, it's going to come with some kids if you're in that relationship for a considerable amount of time. And then it's going to come with a lot of resentment and heartache and bitterness because this motherfucker is going to be playing whatever role they need to play until they get to the next level of where they're trying to go. Do y'all, is that something that men really think that they want? Do you really want to walk up to a girl that you think is pretty and she tells you, yeah, I like you too. And she is using you the entire time. Using you trying to figure out the next person she's trying to get with, not really emotionally invested in you, but just saying what she needs to say because she needs a roof over her head or she needs a place to stay or she needs somebody to feed her, or she needs to be a liability or someone else's responsibility do y'all is that really what y'all want? I can assure you you don't want it you don't you don't want these women. Be glad when they turn you down. I'm sure a lot of women would be so happy if the men that didn't really want them would just leave them the fuck alone. But you got men who gonna take you down and through there. Because they're too cowardly to just tell you they don't want you. So they want to do fucked up stuff to you hoping that you'll just break up with them. They're going to gaslight you. They're going to lie to you. They're going to make you feel like you're crazy. They're going to make you feel like you're making up stuff in your head. They're going to take you through it. You understand me? Y'all don't want that. Be glad. Okay? Be grateful when these nothing assholes turn y'all down. Because we have a whole lot of nothing ass niggas that not only don't turn us down, they pursue us. They will pursue you. They will court you. They will say whatever it is they need to say. They will do whatever it is they need to do. And once they get what they want or once they decide they don't need you anymore, they will throw you away. So believe me when I tell you. Y'all not built for that. Y'all not built for that. We barely built for the shit. But we know what comes along with being a woman. We know. We know that everybody that that walks up to you, they they want to take something from you. They want something from you. We know that. See, if a woman walks up to a man, she ain't walking up to that man because she wants to, to take from him unless he's presenting something that she may find of value Yeah, if you're pulling up to her in a $100,000 car and she wouldn't look at you otherwise, of course. But I think men know that that's bait and they use it as such. So you you can't be upset when you get what you're putting out. When you get the results of what you're putting out. But I'm saying from just the man-woman perspective, be glad. A lot of you need to be grateful that a lot of these women turn you down. Because when you when you look back, you see where they are. A woman that turned you down 10 years ago, look back. Look back. The woman she was 10 years ago, look at the woman she is today. That'll tell you everything you need to know. You could have been stuck with that. And most people going to think that I'm talking about looks. No, we getting older, okay? I got boobs and, and thighs and all types of shit I ain't have. You know, 10 years ago. I'm not saying as far as looks. I'm saying as far as baggage. She has been through it. She got some trauma. And if you a good guy and you not about to give her the drama. Oh, she's going to make some. She's going to make some. She's going to do things to make drama. And I don't mean just a little... You know, picking fights and all that to get a little makeup sex out you. I mean, drama, drama. The type of stuff people get on their phone and be like, bitch, you ain't gonna leave. What ha-. That. I'm talking about somebody getting arrested. I'm talking about domestic violence. I'm talking about finding out she fucking your cousin or your homeboy. I'm talking about. That, that's why that baby ain't yours anyway, motherfucker. I'm talking about that. Because, see, women who want drama, they're going to get it. So if you don't give it to them, they're going to create it for themselves. Women are very resourceful. So that's what I'm going to tell you. I know y'all think women got it made. Oh, women, you know, men falling off of every every woman over here can call somebody up and get some dick. Yeah, and that's all. That's all? Is that a win? Is that really a win? That we can get people who don't give a fuck about us to, to stick their penis in us? Is that, do y'all think that's a win? I can, I can assure you it's not. And I'll say the same thing to a woman. I can assure you it is not. So, yeah. That's that's something that crossed my mind, and I was just blown away by it. Like, I finally found the equivalent to, yeah, she deserved whatever she get, or the angry man that's just mad because she didn't pick him. Not that she didn't pick another black man, but no, she ain't picked me. She ain't picked the kind of guy that I am. And then the crazy thing is when you pick the kind of guy that they are, because now you know that, yeah, these type of dudes ain't it. Like everybody has to learn that. Now the that now the benefit of being the man is turned down is you get to learn that without having to go through the bullshit. Because you just get to look back and see, oh damn, oh chick, I was trying to trying to highlight back then. She done been through this. She done been to jail. She done been. You gonna see. But a lot of women have to learn that shit by actually experiencing it. That's this ain't what you want, bruh. This is not what you want. So that's my little two cents. I mean, you know, I'm gonna always do my best to keep y'all informed. I am not here to divide that is again, I'm disgusted. Every time I look at these platforms and these podcasts, these panels and all this bullshit, it is so well, We should be doing this. should be doing that. Do it. It's. I listen. If you want to find another way to create another argument, feel free to go check out all of those podcasts. They will give you more than enough ammo to sit around and blame other people for being the problem. It, it it'll definitely assist you when that's what you're trying to accomplish. But today's pod was just me finding. A similarity between both of us that will allow us to give up on one another that's what I wanted to present today because I couldn't I really could not think of something that a black man could do for a black woman to be like oh well fuck him too then and that is to step outside of the relationship not the relationship but step outside of the community Step outside of the black community to find love, and even more so, detrimental and damaging is to then turn around and bash the same women you've already rejected. So it's like overkill. Like that's not necessary. You've already, you know, made your choice. So just just roll with that. Don't 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 put no sauce on it. But you got motherfuckers that want to put the sauce on it. And then when you get stabbed fifty thousand times or the police gun you down. We're going to be over here following our nails, looking around like, are they talking to me? I know they ain't talking to me. And this ain't. that's not what we want to do. Like, what they don't, what black men don't understand is that we, we love them even if we don't know them. That we do look at a lot of them and we see our husbands, if not current husbands, maybe future husbands. We see our sons. We see our brothers. We see our nephews. We we actually see that. That's why you have so many black women up in arms and protesting and doing all of this when shit happens to people that they do not know. We don't sit around and say, oh, well, huh, shouldn't have made those bad decisions. We care. But it does get to a point where we be like, fuck it. And I found the the fuck it portion of the <laughs> of the process. And I just went over it in, in detail. But see, black men don't throw black women away just because they date a so- certain type of black man. So they don't care if you still stand within the community. You ain't picking a dude like me or you ain't picking me. You deserve whatever hell that comes to you. And that's that's truly unfortunate and it's truly sad, but it's just something that I noticed I decided to share. But let me know what y'all think. You know what I'm saying? I, you know how to find me. You can always hit me up on Hey Big Hair Podcast Instagram. You can leave a comment on once I post this episode is up. You can also hit me in the DM. Keep it cute. Keep it respectful. And, you know, you can give me your thoughts on this. But that's what I came to. That's the conclusion I've drawn. And, you know, I had to tell y'all. I just had to tell y'all. We are dealing with a lot of hurt young boys hurt little boys that are in grown men bodies that haven't gotten over those feelings and I mean I know that it's just human nature to remember all of the times you were told no more than the times you were told yes all of the time something was taken from you and instead of given to you so we always remember those deep feelings of sadness or where we felt aware where we were made to be in our feelings we definitely hold on to those so it is, you know, it is what it is. I'm not shaming black men for having emotions. I'm not shaming black men for any of that. I'm just merely pointing out the fact that they are impacted by this. And they do still carry this with them. Especially if you are at the level of a Michael B. Jordan. And you are literally discussing what someone said about you in high school. You can't convince me that a dude, again, punching the clock that has a boss That's living paycheck to paycheck. You can't convince me that 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 man is not still a little tight, a little salty, a little sour about a girl who turned him down 20 years ago. A girl who thought he was bummy or corny or lame or whatever 20 years ago. You You can't convince me of that. I'm sorry. I could be wrong, but ain't no convincing me. That that does not exist. I mean, and I'm seeing it firsthand in how these men speak on black women. They speak like you've done something literally to them. That's how they they feel. Again, celebrity women, women that they don't know, anytime they can see a beautiful woman be treated poorly or getting shitted on, they are happy to see it. And that's the conclusion I draw from that that they're happy to see it because these are the type of women that would not give them a chance, that would not give them a shot. So now, huh, now now look, don't you wish you would have made a different decision? That's just what I'm gathering. That's just what I'm gathering. So I'm going to let y'all um simmer on that. I'm going to get my dinner started, and I will get back with you guys later.